Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, appreciate you joining us here on Facebook Live. I'm Joel Cladd of Fox Sports, Jenny Taft of Fox Sports, and we're sitting with a couple of great guests. But first, we want to thank our sponsor, Dr. Pepper. Every tailgate and home gate, remember, Dr. Pepper, it's the one that you crave, and we appreciate their support all season long. Special Friday edition of Breaking the Huddle, and we've got a couple of really special guests. Of course, this is the rematch of the 2006 Rose Bowl, so we brought out a couple of participants in that game. Vince Young of Texas, Lawrence Jackson of USC. What's going on, fellas? Thanks for, ha uh, thanks for being here. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Thanks for having us, man. Yeah. Enjoying the day. Enjoying <laughs> that Cali weather, huh? Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The California weather is beautiful. We're out here just on the outskirts of USC's campus in preparation for uh, tomorrow's big matchup. But we're not going to get to that matchup just yet because we've got to reminisce about what I believe is the greatest college football game that at least I've ever seen. I think a lot of people uh, have ever seen. So let's go back. The first thing I want to ask you guys is of the entire season, about the entire season, if you all don't remember, in 2005, USC and Texas were number one and number two in the country the entire year. It was almost like it was the inevitable matchup. So during the season, would you all pay attention to what each other was doing? Yeah, you got to pay attention to the champs. <laughs> you want to know what they're doing, and you want to make sure that you're preparing yourself to, to, to try to get to the championship game. But at the same time, I feel like my, me and my teammates and coaching staff, we had a lot of respect for USC. Yeah, for us, I think it was different uh, coming off the year where we were wire to wire with Oklahoma in that game. Um, and the year before, splitting it. You guys trounced yeah, Oklahoma. I know, right? They, they were done at halftime. Oh, you sucks. <laughs> I second that. I love it. Uh, but, yeah, we, you know, we looked at it as uh, we never really worried about the BCS rankings uh, because we, you know, got screwed before with the 2003 yeah. um, season. So, for us, it was just going out there and, and making sure that we did – everything that we knew uh, that we could do every week, and we weren't worried about who it was going to be. We just knew we was going to be there, you know, facing them. So you don't get to a championship without facing some adversity. Unfortunately for me, it didn't come from Colorado and Texas. We had to play you all twice that year. You guys were in a total dogfight on the road against Oklahoma State in that season. You guys faced kind of a hornet's nest in South Bend, uh, against Notre Dame. Can you each take me through those games? Because obviously you know when you're playing those games, it's not just those games that are on the line. It's basically the national title on the line in those games in October. Uh, what, what, Vince, I'll go with you first at Oklahoma State. Well, Oklahoma State, for some reason, every year we play them, we, we always start 27-7. to 7. 
35 to 14. I mean, it's like, I mean, they have a really good football team and they're very talented. So, um, not saying that we took those guys, you know, for granted, but at the same time, they they gave us everything they got in that first half. And what most people don't know, we we are not a first half team. Um, we 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 coach coach uh, coach Mad Dog, our strength coach, and our coaches made sure we had the utmost talent and in shape team for the second half. And a lot of times, that's what happened in the second half. We just take off in the second half, and with that game, knowing that Oklahoma State playing in there hostile environment down there these guys are a tough football team and every year they always do that to us for some reason and it's still like that to this day but at the same time they are a really good football team yeah uh for us you know it was definitely crazy brady quinn was at you know as high uh, they I mean, got, that was a hyped game, oh, too. Oh, yeah. I, I, mean, I mean, you should have seen the, the whole college football world was uh, watching Oh, that everybody. Game. I mean, it, the turnout for our walkthrough on Friday was ridiculous. They were mm-hmm. booing us, you know, mm-hmm. signs and stuff. But we knew that from the teams that we had played before, right, that this was the best team that they'd had in Notre Dame in a long time. And it was definitely – um, one where we respect the rivalry, but, you know, we expect it to be everybody. So it didn't matter, you know, as Charlie Wise, Brady Quinn. And, you know, I remember the crowd noise and all of that stuff, the leprechauns going crazy. I'm like, something's not, you know, something's didn't not they right. they the grass, too? The grass oh, yeah, was like yeah, five yeah, inches yeah. It long. It was crazy. And one of our, you know, one of my good friends got hurt, you know, that game. And it was unfortunate that they would do that to slow our speed, but... You know, it was from the start, you know, it was something different about the game. The players really wanted to beat us, and I think us being number one for so long, we got everybody's best shot. You know, the fans of that team, that was their game of the year, like USC's in town, you know, so the party was going to be off the hook if you beat us, you know what I mean? So everybody was really excited about it, but I remember when Matt ran – I was just thinking, like, dude, you haven't ran the ball all year. Why right. would you run with time running out, you know? And so, luckily, we got the fumble to go out of bounds. So. That's right. I do remember that. And the fumble kind of went forward or, or kind of backwards, and there was controversy about the clock stopping right. or whether it should or not. And then Reggie helps him in. On the, oh, I guess, was that fourth down or was that yeah. just the sneak? The, that was a fourth down, I believe. Oh, uh, my goodness. Yeah. Or it may have been just a sneak. Bush push. We'll the bush leave. push. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. Brady Quinn still uh, cannot get over the bush push. What do you remember from that that year, Jenny, as just a fan? Well, I, rem- I was senior in high school, and I remember specifically watching the game with my brother. And ironically, he has since moved to L.A., and we re-watched the game last night. It was kind of fun. We just thought we should do this together and watch it again. And it was it still had the same hype and energy. And it's that year for me, it's unique because I was a senior in high school, so I remember thinking – I want to do this, and I think I paid more attention to the entire year because I wanted to be a sideline reporter. That was really when it started for me. So that game jump-started your career. It jump-started my (laughs) career, and in talking to so many players at Texas and USC, they remember this game. I mean, I think Nashawn Hughes of Texas told me that he was asleep in bed, fifth grade bedtime, and was woken up by his brother like shaking him saying get up you got to see what texas just did oh, wow. and he said that moment is when he said i want to play at texas and i just think those moments for so many of these guys i know i'm sorry i'm sorry and then i have other side of stories from the yeah, usc exactly. guys but it was cool that i can say as well that it was a game like that i was watching and i thought i want to be a sideline reporter yeah. i mean holly Rowe was on the field and i remember thinking 
this is so cool. Yeah. Well, that's and we get to the matchup, right? And, and y'all, you know, you guys beat UCLA. Um, Vince and Texas beat the team I played on seventy to three in the Big Twelve Championship. We weren't going to say it, Joel, but you I listen, did, you, so. you can't you can't avoid it, right? I mean, we we provided literally no resistance whatsoever. Um, that was as as good of a team as we ever played, obviously. And I can just remember thinking to myself, "This is going to be an epic game." Well, when y'all beat us, I, I thought to myself, "This is going to be an epic game. This is the matchup everyone's wanted." Even from, I was playing at the time. It was the matchup I wanted, for goodness <laughs> sakes. Take me to the week, okay? So you you guys are obviously in L.A. anyway, right. so, but you know what a Rose Bowl is like. This is kind of what you bet you were at the Orange Bowl the year before. You guys had just been to the Rose Bowl the year prior and beaten Michigan, so it's kind of, you all are in familiar spaces that week. What was the hype like in, in Bowl week once you got to L.A. and, and all the festivities started? I mean, for, for us, well, you know, when they got here, for us, it turned up, you know, another level where it wasn't just the questions about the game specifically. They started to get more specific and, you know, some of the back and forth, you know, started going on. But I think that um, for us, that week, how we looked at it, you know, we beat Michigan in the Rose Bowl. We kind of knew what their program was about. And uh, we saw what he did against, you know, Michigan the year before. And, you know, we didn't really have a lot of respect for the conference at the time because... For the Big 12? The Big 12. Thanks a lot. (laughs) (laughs) you we repping. That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) You know, we just felt like it wasn't a lot of talent. You know, it's a different type of athlete. So seeing Vince do what he did against Michigan, against, you know, all these other schools, it's like... I mean, of course he's supposed to do that. So for us, we thought that it was the ineptitude of the other team's ability to tackle him. Like, this guy should have got him right there. He ain't nothing special. Little you did know, you know so. you were going to have your chance. Yeah, right? So we'll get yeah. to that in a little bit. You guys go, and, and obviously everyone knows about the rivalry with Oklahoma. It's a great rivalry. The, the year prior, Oklahoma had a great team. Adrian Peterson was a true freshman. Jason White was an incumbent Heisman Trophy winner. They had a great team and got blown out by USC. Did that play at all into the preparation, or, or did you guys pay attention to that at all? What was your bowl week like? I mean, our, our bowl week is all about us. You know, Coach Brown did a really good job of making sure, taking the media away from us. Like, he always be like, let me handle the media, and y'all just prepare. And... You know Coach Brown. We all know Coach Brown. He's phenomenal with the media. <laughs> That's right. And you would never know if he's mad or happy. So uh, he, did a re- he did a really good job with that. All we had to do as a team was continue to do what we did. And I always bring this up and when I talk about this is Ohio State prepared us for a big game like the USC game. So if you don't know, earlier in the season, Texas and Vince went to Ohio State and beat Ohio State. Ohio State was ranked number fourth in the AP, seven in the coaches poll. I think it was a September game. Yeah. You guys beat them late. Great game. Great, uh, great, game, great game in the shoot. It was a great and, game. Uh, I saw that. And so that's the game, that's the game you're referring to. How, yeah, you felt I mean, like that prepared you guys for I mean, kind of the pressure cooker. I mean, I still tell, I was playing in Green Bay and I had the first thing I said was A.J. Hogg, you was like the best player I ever played in my life because I felt like nobody was blocking you and he was on my butt the whole time. That whole linebacker core, that defensive team they had in the crazy hostile environment down there uh, in Ohio, man, it was it was a tough game. And we only had just ourselves. 
And I felt like because it was the second game of the season, I think we found our identity of who we were as a team, you know, not the team from last year. Can we go into these hostile environment like this, number four team in the country, first night, they never lose at night at this stadium, and can we pull this through? And I feel like because the team as coaches and our little small fans that were there, we all stuck together and we won that game. And I think that mentally made us tough as a team uh, to, to, to like to go in and kind of dominate the season. So Mac took a lot of the media away from you guys and just yeah. tried to kind of maybe isolate you guys, let you just focus on football. What was Pete Carroll like that week? Same I mean, as always? Yeah, same as always. You know, th this is L.A. Uh, we were the NFL team of the city. So I mean, you were the team, not yeah, even the yeah, NFL. Right. I mean, the, you guys were bigger than everybody. Right, right. So, I mean, we had, had an obligation, you know, to fulfill that part of it. We couldn't not talk to the media the week of one of the biggest games after we've done it, you know, the whole year. Because if we start talking, it's like, what are you guys scared of? You know what I mean? Uh, but we felt confident in, in the matchups that we had, uh, two Heisman, you know, trophy winners. By the uh, way, that was the first time that had ever happened, and since. Yeah. Are you serious? That two yeah. Heisman winners suited up for the same team as Heisman winners. Does that make sense? I yeah. mean, like, yeah. you've had, like, this guy would eventually win, but right. on the field at the same time with the trophy on their mantle. That was that's it. Well, this is my theory that if they would have gave it to Vince, we would have been he so had hungry. To prove. He has something to prove, and he wanted to take it out that's on us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. let, let me back up then, real quick. New York. Let's go back to early December before the game. Vince is in New York. I had played you twice that year. I thought you were the best player I'd ever seen in my life. You didn't get the Heisman. You didn't win the Heisman. Now, listen, Reggie was a great player as well. I mean. I mean it's tough to say he didn't deserve it. You did. I mean, you probably both deserved the Heisman Trophy. Did you use that as fuel? Was that motivation for that game? Yeah, I was pissed. I was. I was very upset because, in fact, I wanted to bring it back home to Texas, where Earl Campbell and Ricky Williams. You know, I was really upset about that because, to me, the Heisman is not like an individual trophy. To me, it's it's mostly a team effort. Everybody pushed in for you to showcase your talent, but it's also a team effort. And to not have not win it, you know, the first thing I did was call Rob Wright, I, you know, all-star D lineman. I was like, man, listen, man, get the guys together. It's time to go go to work and get ready for this game because uh, it's time to shock the world. So. so that was your whole team felt that way. I mean, there was a feeling among everyone. Yeah, Coach Brown had the guys in the team, yeah. team meeting room watching the whole wow. event, Heisman event, and and when I didn't win it, you know, me, I'm not. I'm always a guy that always put myself on the back burner. I'm always thinking about my players, my family, friends mm -hmm. first. And the first thing that came to my mind was call somebody. And the first thing that came to my mind was Rob Wright because we were both from Houston. I'm like, bro, he's a big-time wow. leader on our team. I'm like, guy, I know you in there. Go in there and tell the guys, get they set prepared. Let's get ready to go to L.A. Wow. And L.A. Uh, was waiting with open arms. <laughs> okay, so let's get to the game. Game starts. USC scores first. Um, offensive flash, you know, kind of firepower. The first quarter, there was a lot of mistakes being made. You can tell there was a lot of nerves. What was the first quarter like for you? First quarter was long and boring to me because we wasn't on the field. <laughs> you know, Aaron Ross, you know, had a bobble, you know, the punt had the um, turnover. So, you know, the USC offense was on the field most of the first first half, first quarter. 
And one of the things before we left Texas to come down here, the only way we'll win this game, we keep USC off the football field, and we kept and giving them opportunities. Watching them, like <laughs> coach just told us not to give them the ball. <laughs> Why are we giving them the ball? But you know, I, my first my first quarter was kind of I'm, I'm still on the sideline, kind of like I'm just waiting, yeah. waiting, and waiting, and, and kind of just me. I'm I'm like a I'm a fan too. Yeah. So I was a fan of Matt and a fan of Reggie too myself and Lindell. So I'm watching it, watching the game. And I'm like, how can I, I want to see how these guys match up? To, the, to our defense because we see our defense every day yeah. and I feel like our defense was really good so yeah, I wanted were, to yeah me. so I wanted to see <laughs> how these guys respond to that and they, they they did a really good job as well if you were on the sideline that means you were on the sideline so yeah. take me through the first quarter from your eyes I mean we you got to understand at that time with Matt Reggie Steve Smith Lindell Winston Justice, Fred Matua, Sam Baker, you know, we were loaded. Ryan Khalil, uh, Dominique Bird, we expected to score touchdowns. We didn't expect a team to be able to go blow for blow with us all 12 rounds. Uh, so for us, coming into the, the, the first, you know, the first quarter, we knew that they would give us their best shot, right? Because we felt like they had something to prove, the Heisman, you know, all of that. And so we felt that if we would weather that storm, then we would be okay. But when they got the turnover, or we got the turnovers um, and kept the ball, it kind of shifted the dynamics of the game a little bit. You know what I mean? So um, I think that their defense made some great plays, you know, early in the game um, that really swung the pendulum into a point where I feel like in the first quarter, they felt confident that, like, okay. Like, they punched us in the mouth, but we could take this. We yeah. could stand here and go blow yeah. to blow. Because it wasn't 14 nothing. It wasn't 17 right. nothing. It was just 7 nothing. Right. Even right. after some of those mistakes. That, that Now you're on the field, though. Okay? So you get on the field, first series, second series. You get to that second quarter, and you line up against him for the first time. Right? You guys are rushing him for the first time, seeing their offense. Do you remember being on the field, thinking to yourself, like, okay, this, this dude's for real? So the first thing, and I don't know if you can attest this, uh, but they did everything different that game than what they did all year long. I, I remember they were throwing it to the tight end, like every play. Exactly. And I was like, they didn't do that against right. us. Right, and they were running uh, a, a zone action instead of the running back going across Vince's face for the take play where I would read the quarterback they were run the option, excuse me, a, a, a sweep to the tight end side. So uh, for the second quarter, we were playing catch up, you know, defensively on what they were doing against us. And we also had a bunch of injuries, you know, the uh, couple of Cushing was starting for Dallas yeah. Sards. Um, the team twins were playing for a couple of guys that were hurt. So uh, we were struggling a little bit and they came out with some stuff that we didn't really, you know, recognize. And I, and I know for sure, we didn't put in anything that was like, if Vince gets hot, this is what we want to to shut them down. We felt that we had 11 wild dogs out there that can corral them, you know, and so I think that we took that for granted a little yeah. bit. When, you were always a stage guy, I feel like. It's like the bigger the stage, the brighter the lights, the better and the more calm you were going to be. That's the way it looked from afar, at least. <laughs> Is that the way it feels on the inside when you no, step out there and I'm you guys nervous. start getting in a rhythm? I'm, I, I play nervous and I, I, I just be nervous. So, really? Yeah. I'm, really? I don't know why. Why were you so smooth then all the time just running around? I mean, it's just instincts, but at the same time, I be playing nervous 
and I'm again I'm all about my teammates yeah trying to bring the best out of them um you know my receivers making sure you got the right route making sure the o-line I'm like more so of that of you know if 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 I can make sure my other 10 guys are doing what's right I'm gonna make sure I'm, I'm it makes the game more easier so um and that went on not again not just for the USC game that that went on an entire season yeah um because we was down a couple of times about in, in the fourth quarters and yeah. things like that. And so I just felt like the entire season of me putting myself on the back burner and bringing the best ability out of my teammates, uh, it, it, it made it fun for the whole envi- the whole entire team. Let's go. Let's move on to the game now because the second half, the second quarter was good for you guys. I think you guys scored like 17, 16 points or something, missed an extra point. But These guys came out in the se- oh, second quarter. The second oh, quarter. Okay, the second half. You okay. all had a good second quarter. Yeah. We, and and took a lead into halftime, I think, 16-10. Yeah, I think it was more so a momentum shift from off the Reggie Bush pit pitch. Right. I yeah. think that after that, like, you know, and those type of big games, it's all about momentum. Yeah. Who has the right, who has momentum at the time. And I feel like after Reggie uh, did that pitch, you had the momentum That's shifted it shifted. to us. Yeah, I think hmm. it shifted to us. What was the locker room like for you guys at half? You only scored 10 points. Reggie made an uncharacteristic mistake. You're down 16-10. I mean, you're, you're USC, two-time yeah. defending national champion. I mean, we didn't think anything of it, you know, per se. Uh, you know, in football, each team gets a number of possessions, and if you execute, you go into the halftime with either a couple of touchdowns and a couple of field goals. So we felt that the game was, you know, on track. We knew that they were going to score, you know, uh, we knew that we weren't going to be able to to stop them completely, right? But we weren't um, feeling like we had to go out there and turn it up another yeah. level. Yeah. We felt like it's like, okay, we made some mistakes. If we don't do that stuff, then, you know, we should be good. Like Reggie didn't even pitch the ball like that in practice. Right. Where did that the, come from? The whole career that I've seen him. <laughs> you know what I mean? So well, it's like literally. You're like, what? Right. <laughs> when I'm watching on a play, I'm, I'm like, Dude, what the is going on, right? But a guy trying to make a play. Do you remember anything specific from the halftime? Anything anyone like said? Coaches and, yeah, said. coaches or anything. It's my favorite thing or to if ask. There was the, music what the message playing. was. I mean, what was the? Were the, Was it relaxed? Both both locker rooms fascinate me. Same. On our end, Coach Brown again is phenomenal coach. He's like, hey man, be, you know, because everybody was excited and happy in the locker room, screaming and this and that. And he came in. It was like, listen guys, calm down. It's zero zero. And you are playing USC, and that kind of huh. everybody like, yeah, we, you know, it's back to the respect mode, you know. And I feel like that calmed us down because of the fact it was everybody excited, happy, which they should, you know. We up against, you know, USC right now, but in the same time, coach came in and like, everybody, hold up, yeah. you know, that's that's not get too big headed right yeah. now because we are playing a high power football team, and I feel like that helped us out a lot. So the second half starts. USC gets on a, on on a roll offensively. It's kind of you know what we would expect out of the USC the offense like you were talking about early earlier. I mean they y'all were doing some great things. Texas, you start answering a little bit. It starts going back and forth, back and forth. The fourth quarter starts. Okay, y'all are down. Defense. I don't know if you're getting tired at that point. I don't know what your respect level has turned into now. You've played them for three quarters on the field. Is there any adjustment being made? You know, you said you didn't have a, a Vince. A Vince starts getting loose. This is what right. we're going to do. Well, I know that uh, we put Darnell Bing on the tight end, uh, tried to take that option away from him. 
um, you know, the, the, the Jamal Charles, who, of course, would go on, you know, to be a great running back. You know, he was just Jamal Charles, yeah. you know. He was that, a freshman, I think, that year, right? Yeah. <laughs> so we didn't, you know, he had nobody to us. But, you know, he was fast, and I felt like uh, the adjustments that we made were to the adjustments that they made coming into the game. You know what I mean? So they had a, a game plan that they wanted to play us with. And they knew, I felt like, that we were going to adjust to that game plan and they just went with something else and forced us to adjust to that in the second half. And that's what, you know, what was difficult where on defense with a lot of the guys not being the starters, you know, once you start having to go deep into the playbook for intricate communications on blitzes and different things like that. More it, difficult. Yeah, it gets yeah. more yeah. difficult for sure. So When did you realize, like, they're not going to stop us? As long as we've got the ball, we're going to win the game. And did I mean, you ever feel like that? No, I, I never felt like that. It was just the confidence level of the offense. So it was just all about, you know, again, protecting the ball. You know, if we don't score, at least get three points. Just put something on the board sure. because of the high-power offense that they have. And, and again, we were so prepared. And, you know, I, I Coach Greg Davis is one of those guys. He's very detailed. He was the offensive coordinator. Offensive Greg Davis, coordinator, yeah. yeah. He's very detailed. And he, he don't care about none of that. He was only the one, only guy, and one of the coaches in our staff that cut all that dancing out, cut all that, doing all that. Prepare yourself to play football. So, and in the back of my mind, that's you know, as an offensive standpoint, you just want to be prepared sure. because you playing against Pete Carroll. He's, yeah. he's a defensive mindset, and he he threw just about every NFL blitz yeah. at us. But I feel like because of we were so humble and prepared. You know, just hitting the checkdowns and stuff yeah. that was open. I kind of I feel like that it, that would help us offensive standpoint of okay. Crucial, the ball. crucial moment in the game, like the moment in the game. Fourth down. USC has the ball. I think they're up 38-33 at this point, if I'm not mistaken. And you're driving across the 50. It's fourth down and two. USC's got two Heisman Trophy winners. One of them stays on the sideline. Both of you guys are on the sideline. Please take me through what was going through your head at fourth and two, games on the line. They get the two yards, y'all win in three straight national championships. Right. You're not on the field. You have no control over what's going on. It's fourth and two for your entire season. Take me through that first from your perspective. <laughs> Lindell White. <laughs> I mean, he was killing us on that play the whole game. Yes. So uh, when I saw Reggie on the sideline, I was happy. But I was also still like, okay, Lindell has been killing us with this play. He got 200-some yards rushing just off a goal line goal line play they've been running the whole game. So I'm thinking, like, when Coach Brown, when we left Texas, Coach said the person who's going to win this game is going to get the last stop. So that's all I'm thinking, right? I'm on the sideline screaming at our fans to get louder and louder. I had, a, I had confidence in, my, in, my def, in our defense, but the biggest thing is, is I was just thinking about the coaching points that we got before we left. And the biggest thing Coach said is whoever win, whoever get the last stop is going to win the ball game. That's what wow. I was thinking. What were you thinking? Did you realize Reggie's not in the game? Did oh, for care? sure. I mean, that was, you know, I'm, as a defense, right, if Reggie's not in the game, oh, they going to Lindell. <laughs> right. There ain't no way on fourth and two in a national championship game where you about to play action when everybody think you, you know, running. So I figure having Reggie out there at least in a slot 
you know, the slot would have pulled somebody out, pulled a safety out the box, or would have caused something, especially putting them in motion. Sure. You know, that would have been a wrinkle that, you know, could have opened it up for us. But I felt like, like he was saying, uh, as a team, we felt confident in our approach to the game, right? Uh, if you look back at a lot of the losses, UCLA in 06, uh, Stanford in 07, Cal in 03, right? It's always by like a touchdown or, or you know, less uh, a few fewer points. So uh, it's always come down to that one decision and going for it like we had to. That's what we did all year. But what we didn't anticipate was the fact that they weren't afraid of us. Yeah. You know, like at this point, they were like, yo, y'all come out here. We're going to play football. You know, y'all public school. We a public school, too. It's not just like the quote unquote, oh, this is a private school. And, you know, this is a public school. We both had, you know, kids from the inner city and stuff like that. So they wasn't scared of us. They had guys who was just as good, just as strong, just as fast. And I think on that play, you saw their confidence like, yo, this is our chance, you know, to make a stop. And I think that that play was, you know, the play. When you get the stop. Do you feel like I know you? I mean, you're telling me that like you get play by play, coaching points, this and that. I'll tell you what I thought when USC didn't get the first down. I was like, I've seen this song and dance before. <laughs> Number ten is going to take them to the end. Like, just as a fan, I'm like, this, they're going to score. Right. I don't. I, certainly, it's not going to feel like that to you. Did it to you guys? <laughs> like, did you guys have an, an extreme confidence level going on in the field? I mean, I, 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 I can just say, I mean. Again, we we stayed with the program. We, what he was saying about Reggie, we never saw you do that before. You know, like didn't nobody go out of character on that drive. You know, Jonathan Scott did a good job. But before I got in the huddle, like, hey man, don't try to be Superman. Don't try to do nothing up, not your character and all that stuff. When I walked in the character in the huddle, he was still preaching and saying that. And one of the things people don't know about our team that year, we competed against each other defensive wise. So. If the offense get an upper hand, defense got to run extra laps at practice. Wow. If defense beat us and do something, we have to do upper. So when they got that stop, the first thing Aaron Ross, Michael Hubs, Cedric Griffin, all these guys ran straight to me like, okay, if you don't get this, you know y'all going to stay in the <laughs> well, You know, y'all going to run after your this turn. game. Yeah, it's your turn. You so they put the pressure. That? Yeah, that's, awesome. how, that's how they talk. That's them crazy guys. But awesome. they put the pressure on us. So now, I'm, you know, I'm stepping into the huddle. And as a quarterback, you know, as a leader, your team is looking dead in your eyeballs trying to see, like, yeah. trying to feed that, get that confidence yeah. from off Where are your, you at? Where you yeah. at? So yeah. I came in and I said something inappropriate to my team to get them going. But, <laughs> and we kind of just, you know, took, you know, took the drive down, took one play at a time all the way down to the end zone. So, Lawrence, you had the unenviable position of being the man closest to Vince when he starts – leaving the pocket on fourth down now inside the 15-yard yeah. line. It's fourth down. This is it. I mean, the national championship is on the line. Snap of the football. Do you feel like you have him? I mean, like, I'm sure it replays in your mind constantly. Yeah, so I, I, I remember the blitz. It was a green dog, which means that the ants had peel on the back. And, uh, you know, we talked about it where we had a rule. If the back crosses your face, you take the back. Right. And if he, you know, doesn't cross your face, then you continue to rush. And so they did a route where it was a cowboy route where he crossed Frosty's face, but then he came back. And then so Frosty folded back in, you know, because he crossed his face and the blitz got collapsed and that side opened up. Right. But 
the whole thing for me at the beginning of the play, right, you know, I've watched Friday Night Lights, Varsity <laughs> Blues, everything, and I'm like, this is my moment. This now, is it. Yeah, this, this is, is it. it, right? Everything that you ask for is right now as a pass rusher. Everything on the line, 3 P. This is You'll uh, be a legend. A legend. Shaq Vince Young. A oh, legend. That's a, you are right? a legend for and life. My only job is to get my best outside rush because the back is on the opposite side. So I know I have no inside move. <laughs> so I get off the ball like a rocket, right? And so I turn the corner. I see the V. Young on the back <laughs> of his jersey. And I'm thinking to myself, you are about to be a hero. <laughs> you are about to make the biggest sack of your career, sure. right? This is all College happening in NFL. the play, right? And so it was so magical. You know, it was his moment and not mine, right? So as I reached out, Jonathan Scott, who was the left tackle that he mentioned, he pushed me on the shoulder just enough to where I couldn't get my shoulders all the way around. And simultaneously, I hit the jersey, but he stepped up. So it all happened like the push, the touch, and the step up happened all at it's the like, same time. It's like all stars and lights. Yeah, You've got like the Rick James aura. And then it's just like gone. It's gone. Just gone. gone. You're grasping gone. air. And when, if you look at the, the, the highlights, you'll see me running behind him. And you can clearly see I'm dejected because I have the same view that he has. And I'm like, ain't nobody going to get this guy. Like, the game is over. And I'm just thinking, like, dude, like, you slipped. I, I blame myself for slipping, but I didn't realize that, you know, it was a combination of things. Yeah. And then it's the new the field. Yeah, the, all yeah. of this stuff. And so I'm thinking, like, man, like, you had your opportunity, you know. So I was, you know, definitely hard on myself. But, you know, I felt like going back to what we talked about earlier they were a team where they were motivated by something different you know we were a two-time national champion uh we had you know all the respect in the world it was a backlog with the heisman you know it could have been matt or adrian peterson but matt got it and then reggie had to get it you know because yeah. it, so it just it was a lot of you know crazy stuff that happened that put them in a position where they were the underdog they knew they were the underdog, but they knew that within them, right, that they weren't the underdog. Yeah. And they practiced and prepared that way. And we didn't come in thinking like, yo, they going to come out here and try to do what we do. Yeah. You know, and that's. It's almost like the year before hurt you. The fact that you beat Oklahoma that bad hurt you. Yeah, I mean. You know, because it's a team from the same conference. It's like, okay, come on, come on up here. Right, for sure. I mean, and, and you look at what he did the year before to Michigan yeah. and what we did to them, you know, a couple of years before that, I think we had like 10 sacks or something yeah. like that. It just, we dogged them. Yeah. So we, Michigan, Michigan didn't have our respect, you know, so coming into the game, we thought like, yo, he's just, you know, another black quarterback that can run, you know, he's got moves, but you know, the people not tackling him. So we a bunch of athletes. We see Dennis Dixon, Isaiah Stanback, and all of that. They not Vince Young, but we have an example of what we can do. So we felt good about yeah. it, you know? So now, do you remember the play call? Yes. What was it? <laughs> Menu two. So it was, it's a pass play, wait, obviously. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Question. So, so this whole thing comes down to menu two menu two. Oh my what was God. the play everybody knows right. menu two you got the whole thing we got 60 protection four down backside with the o-line you got a flat route with the tight end you got a sit with a slot guy you got a clear out a nine route with the outside guy you got a glance skinny post on the backside so everything is going left 
Yeah, so I, I checked left. That's why I looked at David Thomas to see, can I throw the ball to get the first? But Bing was doing a good job of holding him. And then I came down to my, my sit route with Brian Carter. And I forget the young man's name. One of the young guys, young twins was holding him. The team. Team, yeah. yeah. And then after that, you just kind of go into your, your, your check down. That's when I, I saw Selvin. The Vince Young mode. Yeah, that's instinct. When did you, I mean. But that green dog, like he said. Coach, Coach Pete brand brought the, brought that blitz a couple of times okay. during that game. So in the back of my mind, I'm looking like, okay, he brought this blitz two off the front side, strong side. Okay, you got a fire zone, somebody back there for the running back or or for me to, you know, to yeah. get out. But like he said, Sylvan did his route and kind of drug the him. linebacker with him. And Blaylock did a good job of picking up the blitz block with from the other twin from the other side. Yeah. And that's when the lane is kind of just open up like the race. All right, when do you know? Okay, we know when his aura shuts down, when the the V dot young like slips out of his grasp. Your first step, do you know like I mean shoot, you've done it all year, right? <laughs> I mean when do you know like you I, know? I'm As I'm going to the end zone. Again, it was just me and Rucker right there. So it's like you going to let a D lineman catch you? No. No, I'm in my mind. I've got too much confidence in myself. <laughs> like, I'm not going to let a D lineman catch me because I can just wait to hear my, my, my boys back at home, bro. Like, yeah. Or my teammates. Like, bro, you let a D lineman catch you. So it's like confidence in yourself and who, who to let the best man win. So that's kind of what happened with that play. I have so, to ask, though, is it hard to, like, th- relive some of this stuff? It, I, I, I mean, haven't watched the game. I was I'm wondering not, that. I've seen the last play. Okay. Uh, I've seen it in where the players were ketchup bottles. Uh, I've seen it <laughs> in different like formats. Uh, there's a lot of things for SC Nation. You know, I do have to say that everybody knows your knee was down. Oh, the, the option <laughs> yeah, yeah. earlier in the game. Right. That was the third quarter, I think. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So let's just get that. You know, out, out the, the picture, right? Out of the way. <laughs> The knee was down, and then, you know, we dropped that interception on the sideline, the, twi- the team twin, uh, right right in his chest. You know, that would have sealed the game right there. So we had our opportunities to win the game, and as a competitor, you know, you always want to win, but when you see, you know, somebody deserving like Vince, yeah. you know, like we had a lot of success, and you know that at some point you're going to lose, but it, it – to be a part of that game and for me to be able to say I was the last person to touch him on that play, you know, that's special for me. You know what I mean? Because everybody remembers that game, yeah. you know, and like it was just not my moment in his. So it taught me a, a huge life lesson on, you know, sometimes things don't don't go the way that you want to, you know, and I've had to rebound from that and you know, I still had success, but you know, you sack Vince Young and get that three-peat. He talking about top ten pick. Yeah, you know? so you might be right. Yeah, you might be right. And, and for me, man, I mean, did you know you were a legend right there? I mean, I, like I don't across again, the end I don't, zone. I don't look at it like that. I'm more again. I'm I always put everybody else first. So what I get out of that game is yes, we won the game, and I was happy about it. You know, things like that. But I actually got friends out of it. You know, Matt Liner, me and him close. Reggie Butch, we're close. Lindell White. You know, Bird, tight end Bird. I mean, I, even though it didn't happen like, you know, USC guys wanted to, but we still build a bun off the field. And that's what I really do respect about it. I even got a good relationship with Pete Carroll. You know, that's what I love about football, even though, yeah, we went to war. But at the same time, it shows the character of these guys for USC and then it also showed the character of it. It wasn't a point that you've never seen 
none of those guys being rude to yeah. each other. Yeah. yeah. It was like special. You know, great game, big yeah. guy. Y'all right. deserve it. Yeah. yeah. You know, for, for Reggie to Liner to come knock on our on our locker room door after the wow. game and to say, I just wanna I didn't get a chance to see a lot of the guys. I just wanna tell y'all a good game y'all were deserved. That's just to show what type of guys they are. Mm-hmm. So that's why I have so much respect about the game. Yes, the game we won, but the biggest part about it, just the respect of wow. the USC fans. Yes, we have fun with it. Ice Q always give me a hard time by my knee. <laughs> you know, we have fun with it, Snoop Dogg, too. But yeah. at the same time, just the, re- the respect for both sides of the ball, that's what I enjoy about that's it. Special. Yeah, if I had a dime every time Snoop and Ice C were texting me about <laughs> stuff, oh, yeah. happens all the time. All the time. Um, Okay, so real quick on this game, guys. I know, listen, it's, it's probably not going to be remembered, you know, like, like your all's game, but the hype has been such a fever pitch because of what happened, you know, in, the, in that Rose Bowl. Um, tell me what you love about your teams this year. I, I, listen, obviously USC and Texas come in in a little different spot than what they did right. back in 05, but uh, you got to be pleased with the direction both teams are going. Yeah, you know, uh, I haven't watched Texas too much, so I don't, you know, know how well they're doing. Uh, but I know for us as a program, we're making great strides yeah. coming off the sanctions, the new coach, yep. uh, players buying into the system, you know, finding the quarterback and Sam Darnold, uh, the running game, you know, picking up, the young guys stepping up, you know, in various positions. Uh, I know last year, you know, we started off slow. There's a lot of, even from, you know, fellow alumni, you know, a lot of questioning on the coach and, you know, wanting him to get fired, all of that stuff. Clay Helton is a great coach. He's doing a great job, and he has those guys ready to play in. And I see the program creating its own identity aside from Pete Carroll, you know. and, And this game isn't about that game. This game just happens to be the same colors, yeah. you know, but two different teams. And, and the players know that, you know, from SC side. Coach Sheldon ha, ha, has let them know. So uh, I know it's going to be a good game. They're going to feel the energy because, like he said, you know, there's a lot of the guys on the team were kids, yeah. you know, when they saw it. So they, they feel like, you know, they represent California just like a high school all-star game, you know. So uh, I think it's going to be a special game with, with, with a ton of excitement and a ton of energy. But I, I think it's more – you know, for the fans yeah. and, and alumni and the players, you know, to enjoy. How about the state of Texas? Uh, I know it's been a rough couple of years, but Tom comes in and uh, there's a lot of talent there. Uh, do you think they can get it turned around? Yeah, I feel like we finally in that direction. We have our coach now, but, you know, we got to continue to work on our players. We need that star. You know, I think we got a couple out there, but I don't know they know it yet. <laughs> but yeah. I see it. I see it in them because I go to practice and meetings and hang out with the guys. So, um, you know, about this game, I just want them guys to just go out there and compete, you know, and, and make your own identity. Don't look at it because it's a 2005 team or this team and that team. This is your team right here. And I spoke to the guys. I say, man, just go do it for you, man. Don't worry about what nobody else is talking about. It's just worry about the guy right next to you that's playing with you. That's going to have your back. You know, it's a big game. You're going to play a USC. Yes, they got a good football team. Yes, they got a Heisman Trophy. Yeah, respect that. But go out there and just play football. It's an opportunity for you to showcase your talent, for you to have opportunity to play on the next level if you want to. And on top of that, now you get to enjoy yourself with your teammates. Yeah. So that's kind of why I'm, how I look at it. Yes, we want to win for sure. Yeah. But it's going to be a tough game. I really feel like it's going to be a good fight. Yeah. You talked to them this good week. Fight. Excuse this me? week you talked to the team? This week, like leading up to this game, or not, just not, in, well, not. I talked to him, and you know, in camp. Okay. Yeah. But I've been at meetings all week That's with great. him, and at practice, 
and just being visible, letting bump, yeah. bump questions off with me if they have them. But the, the main thing is just, just go play football and enjoy enjoy that because it's not too many kids around the world have an opportunity to play at University of Texas or USC <laughs> yeah. and playing at a, a big game like this right here. <laughs> wow. Guys, I can't tell you how much uh, I appreciate you being a part of this. Uh, Lawrence Jackson, former first-round pick, uh, USC defensive end, outside linebacker tie. I appreciate him, my man. Thank you very much. Vince Young, first-round you pick, <laughs> Texas that, legend. Uh, this has I been fun. This has been day. fun. I'd like to say that I was a one-man wolf pack before, but I'm bringing you into the wolf pack. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> appreciate that. that. Appreciate that. Let's say it was not this cordial 11 years ago, yeah. but it has gotten it to that now. point. Guys, appreciate it so much. No Remember problem. that game tomorrow night. USC at home taking on the University of Texas. That's on Fox. Gus and I will be on the call alongside Jenny Taft. Jenny, thanks for hanging out with this us was today. Fun, Joel. Great job. Well, you know, <laughs> I'm job. like a kid reliving those You're games. You re- know what re- I mean? Reliving it. Thanks, you guys. Yeah, really that was very cool. Big thanks to Dr. Pepper for sponsoring us all season long and specifically today. Remember, Dr. Pepper at every tailgate and home gate, it's the one that you crave because it is delicious. Thanks for watching, everybody, and make sure to turn in tomorrow night.